Hello and welcome to the Lehigh Valley Food Podcast. My name is Jacoby and here with me I have Tim and the whole crew and we are at Drip the Flavor Lab talking with Andrew Murtha. So yeah, this place is really cool actually. I love the interior. Who designed it? Yeah, thank you. Um, I just painted everything white and then took Sharpies to the wall. <laughs> That's super cool. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's pretty awesome. It's a zero dollar renovation. <laughs> yeah, but it works really well. It yeah, does work I kind really, of really well. The, Get like the skipping school and having mm-hmm. a cheeseburger vibe, you know. So it's <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of got a little rebellious vibe to it. Yeah. yeah. Where are you from? I'm from the Buffalo area, from a little it's town called York. Boston, New York. Okay. I'm surprised um, you don't have wings on the menu then. Unless you do. Well, you know, you do <laughs> enough wings, you're never going to do you're them again. Or right? wings. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I crave them, but I just, too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Totally fair. Totally yeah. fair. Um, you can always have them as a special once in a while. Sure. <laughs> um, Wing burger. So you came from up there. We were talking a little bit before we started recording the show, and you had said that you had kind of like a fine dining background. Um, what does that really entail? Um, I mean, it, you know, I just kind of came up, you know, cooking on the line um, mm-hmm. and ended up kind of seeking out places to learn and places yeah. to get better. Um, a desire to learn and grow, um, perfect my craft. You know, I spent some time in Philly, worked for Steven Starr and, you know, okay. got to spend time with all the amazing chefs in that entire group. And, yeah. um, the really great part about that, aside from the chefs I learned from was every tasting for the entire restaurant group mm-hmm. happened off the station I was working. <laughs> so any sous chef, chef in the nation that wanted to work in the restaurant group in one of those 50 plus restaurants... I got to see them do their best stuff every day. So I'd go in early, um, you know, help them navigate their way around the kitchen, see what they were doing, do my prep alongside them. Um, I was just surrounded by great people, you know, and I absorbed a lot. You know, it doesn't make me special. It just means I was in the, put myself in the right place at the right time. Yeah. I mean, it definitely works. Um, We got a chance to taste two items on the menu, Um, the filet chicken and... um, (laughs) And the Big Mick. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. Super fun. Um, Yeah, I mean, fine dining's great, but you can't Mm -hmm. do it forever. You know, this is really a fun place. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to kind of have people learn from me, run it, kind of duplicate it, um, have a good time, not be overly stressed or, you know, not sleeping throughout the night because I'm worried about what the farmer's going to bring and what my you know menu's going to be and absolutely you know, it seems like that. you guys have a great atmosphere in here as far as workers go yeah super fun everybody has a good time yeah. um, so um, based off the quality of the food that we did get to taste obviously the training and stuff that you had in the fine dining um, world is influenced into those burgers because somebody off the street can't cook like that it's really that simple um, even down to the sauces you make you could tell that they're very well-crafted. Did you go to um, culinary school or anything? I didn't. I didn't. Um, I went for like communications, you know, okay. poli-sci, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, it just wasn't for me. And um, I understand that. I was cooking my way through college and kind of just paid my way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of fell in love with, you know, the, this is in 99, 2000. And I just yeah. really fell in love with the creative side of it and the camaraderie and that mm-hmm. kind of pirate ship kind of atmosphere that was apparent kind of back in the day. And um, it just gave me a lot of joy to just make something with my hands that made someone happy. Yeah. 
I'm not the most social person in the world, so it's a really great way for me to connect with people and communicate with them and served kind of as an icebreaker Absolutely. in my young adult life, you know, where you have to go to the table <laughs> and talk to these people. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's just, it's a great way to connect with humans, I think. No, absolutely. And I, I always say that food is essentially an art form. And if you're going to do it correctly, you have yourself um, kind of put on the plate in front of the person and you're telling the story of why this dish exists um, in that plate. And I think that you managed to do that in kind of what you called a... Um, we'll say an upscale fast food yeah. style food. Yeah. Kind of a middle finger to fast food. Yes. But um, yeah, I mean, it is, it is spiritual in a lot of ways, especially mm -hmm. when you're doing it at a high level. Um, but it's fun also to kind of take your talents and meet people in their common ground. I was telling you a little earlier, you know, yeah, I'm new here. I kind of see fast food chains and, you know, some, you know, a lot of commercial things. Yeah. Just like any other town. I mean, I'm from a steel town too. It's, you know, mm -hmm. Bethlehem Steel is what Buffalo is. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. It's fun to meet people on their common ground, give them something they're going to enjoy and do it at a really high level. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So it's, it's just... It's fun. You know, it's a, it's a good place. It's a fun place yeah. to be. You came from Buffalo and you went to Philly. Did you go there for college or... So... I was cooking in Buffalo and I kind of, um, this was a long time ago. Wow. Um, <laughs> but I kind of got to, you know, the apex of, you know, what I could do in Buffalo at the time. It's right. changed a lot for the yeah. good. Um, and I kind of started looking around and found um, this place my, my brother-in-law was actually a food runner at and started looking at the menu and the wine list and everything like that. And I got a stage, which is a tryout. Mm -hmm. And I was a new homeowner, you know, had a car, a house, everything like that. And I just dropped everything and drove overnight to Philly and lived pretty much out of a duffel bag for, for you know, six months or so until huh. everything got settled down. I mean, you're making $10 an hour just yeah. so you can learn. Absolutely. Um, as opposed to, you know, having a salary and being big fish, small pond kind of thing. So I just kept paying my mortgage. My cousin, Chris, you know, love him. He's my best friend. He just watched yeah. the house and was like, I'll be back when I can be back. And it was <laughs> a couple of years. <laughs> like there that. You go. My, my car just rotting in the driveway, you know, just like, forget <laughs> so, it. Who cares? So how'd you land all the way up here from Philadelphia then? Um, well, I did go back home to Buffalo. I, I did a lot of restaurant openings, but, um, Ended up kind of coming down here for a fresh start. And, um, you know, my um, wife at the time was from here. So okay. I just kind of know a lot of people around here. And I, what really sold me on the area was the land, you know, just yeah. driving through. I could just see myself, you know, retiring in the hills yeah. and mm -hmm. being super weird and growing a long <laughs> beard and only eating things I grow and just being a hermit for the rest of my life. So, I mean, that sounds pretty that's great, my, to be that's honest. That's my goal. To, to basically live in a hobbit house and just be as weird as possible. I mean, this place is very rapidly changing. It's uh, a booming area, surprisingly. I, grew, yeah. I moved to Philly for a while myself, but I grew up here and I ended up moving back. And um, it's very different from what it was when I was a kid. Yeah, it's growing a lot. A lot of people from bigger cities are moving mm -hmm. here. So, and we see that in our clientele. Yeah. Um, but it's exciting. It's an exciting time for you know people to live in especially open businesses in the lehigh valley absolutely you know, it's, it's great time 
Absolutely. So what made you settle in on the, like the burger and ice cream parlor type of thing? Like why, why'd you go that way? Was it just because people around here, you could see like Wendy's and McDonald's and that's kind of what they want. But Cause it's, yeah, it's the closest thing to people's hearts. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. think. And, um, you know, like I mentioned common ground before, you know, who doesn't connect with that? You know, we, People that kind of go vegan, we have a whole vegan mm-hmm. online menu. We we take really good care of them here. Yeah, um, absolutely. And we want them to have fun too. So almost anything on the menu can be vegan as well. Nice. Um, but I think I settled on it just because it makes people happy. Yeah. You know? For yeah. sure. Yeah. And it makes me happy. And I remember skipping class and going and getting a double quarter pounder. Mm-hmm. And be yeah. like, no one knows I'm here. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> you know, just... Doing things like 14-year-olds shouldn't do. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I've, feeling free and feeling alive. I've, I've definitely a lot of spent memories my there. fair share of skipped classes in a McDonald's. Yes. So. <laughs> it was a way of life, you know. <laughs> I think the year after I left, they installed cameras in the school. <laughs> um, so you own the place with Bob. He does the brewing for, for yes. beer and uh, cider. Yeah, Bob does all this small batch stuff. I think oh, you got to yeah. try a couple, but there's dozens of little little batches of wonderfulness that sometimes we put them out as cocktails uh you can always get a flight of them yeah absolutely yeah so how did you end up meeting bob um i honestly i couldn't really sit on the couch for corona i couldn't understandable maybe a couple weeks and i was like just started poking around town to see Mm -hmm. if anybody wanted to do something fun you know and i didn't really you know top myself or anything like that i was just kind of feeling people out yep and um, you'd be surprised how many restaurants in Hellertown didn't want to hire me, which is <laughs> hilarious. But um, I met Bob, and I just found somebody that was really energetic, yep. total 60s guy, open to new things, wants to do yep. weird shit. And um, that's my kind of people. That's you know? totally fine, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We, we were talking to him a little bit. I guess he had had a place here before that was named something different. So when you say you're new here, you're really new here. Yes. Um, this was renamed to The Drip in November? November. Yeah, that's around when I started. Okay. Um, so I, we kind of decided to go a different direction um, together. You know, totally fair. That was what I was, look, what I was looking for. So I just put tinfoil on the windows mm-hmm. and put... You know, this isn't a meth lab. Don't worry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, started painting. And, you know, it was Corona, so I got to take my time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and do a little bit of, you know, amateur graffiti, which is pretty closely related to food, if you think about it. Food, graffiti, you know, the temporary arts. But, it's absolutely um, true. You know, we, we just encourage that here. We encourage people to be artistic, be themselves, mm-hmm. put their own specials out with, you know, moderate guidance, really, from me and... Um, it's all about having a good time and being yourself. Absolutely. Totally fair. Like I said, you guys did a great job on this place. The combination, I think, of pairing, um, pairing the, you know, the handcrafted beer and the handcrafted ciders and, and the, you know, quality burgers and everything else. Um, do you guys ever do kind of like pairing menus almost where it's like there's a specific beer that Bob creates that you have a menu item that's meant to go with it? Um, not from the ground up, but, but I mean, it's our philosophy on the food side, um, is like 
do five things perfectly mm-hmm. before you try to be something else. You know, Absolutely. everybody kind of has their typical appetizer section and then like a whole Italian pasta section and the Southern barbecue section. It, just stop. Yeah. You know, do five things perfectly, get the processes down, get them in place, make them duplicatable. Yep. And let people kind of bounce off that and, you know, let them sing over that, those foundational That's rhythms and baselines. And definitely the way to do it. Um, you see that stuff spike out, you know, on Facebook, um, mm-hmm. on Instagram. And we kind of keep that Rolodex, you know, where we can. Yeah. Essentially, there's a secret menu. If someone had something before and we can do it again, we do. Mm-hmm. But um, we want people to be able to play, you know, their, in their own way here, too. So Very cool. We keep it simple. A lot of the items on the menu, a lot of the ingredients are made by you. Like how much of that is like, we'll say local or like homemade? Everything is homemade except for a couple items. Like we, there's no way we have enough space to do the buns. Right. So Fair. our baker, um, Jamie, he's in Long Island. Um, that was probably the most difficult thing about building the concept was how to get the bread there. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of engineered this bun with him and bounced stuff recipes gram by gram and the whole question looming was how am i going to get this so we we actually have a company that goes there picks them up and drives them all the way back here (laughs) (laughs) makes almost no sense but um it's a lot better than just getting like a you know random stale bun that yeah yeah just there's no love there you know the bun is engineered for burgers it's not going to get too soggy it's going to you know play off it it's a brioche mm-hmm. but it's not there's not too much sugar in it um you don't have to grease it up to toast it yeah. on the grill it toasts itself that's actually hmm. really funny we were when we were taking the photo of the um chicken sandwich i got too low of an angle and i was like oh man the light is coming straight through the top of the chicken under the bun i was like that is like <laughs> the perfect crisp <laughs> you want yeah you want a little bit of crisp in there you have to have it yeah textures are important you know it's we cut the lettuce, everything, like mm-hmm. right before service. Yeah. You know, it, it's crunchy. The, the onions are cut so they're thinly, so they fold right in with the lettuce and disappear almost. And mm-hmm. We don't want these big rabbit food slices of onion and tomato on there that yeah. it's almost a chore. It kind of ruins the whole thing. <laughs> so we're really deliberate about our knife work. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, the cucumbers and the side salads are kind of just, they slide right in there. Mm-hmm. Everything just, everything's done for a reason. Yeah. You know, and, all those little things combined end up becoming this great experience. You're not going to notice them all. No, there's no way. Um, but we've got it down to a science, and you know, absolutely, we, we're happy when people enjoy no, it. It we definitely don't. seems like you guys know exactly what you're doing here, and um, I'm excited to see how it kind of like grows. And yeah, we are too. It's starting to really pick up. So yeah. um, we're starting to see people come from other towns, you mm-hmm. know, and people coming off the 78. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, it is, it's really exciting. You guys have a advance here at all? You ever just have like a live band or? We had a meeting about that this morning. So <laughs> we don't want to do it wrong. Right. <laughs> so that's, our, that's step one. Um, but we're, we're talking about how we execute our processes at events, offsite, outside, getting tents, everything like that. So we have a really good presence and um, we can do it right. So. No one yells at us and yeah. people have a good time. You know, Absolutely. Those are good things. Um, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Awesome. Staff is growing. You know, everybody's kind of 
coming out of their houses and, mm -hmm. you know, looking for jobs. So we kind of have for the first time, you know, a, a full team that, yeah. you know, we, we care about and we believe in. Awesome. Yeah. It's a really good space to do like little open mic knives and stuff, even inside it here. It definitely is. It definitely is. We're looking for a trivia guy. So Ooh, nice. Um, we want to do trivia nights just for the fun of it, mm -hmm. you know? Just, I, I really just want to do it so I can participate. <laughs> Any trivia. specific kind of trivia? I have no idea. We, we talked about doing a Harry Potter one, Lord of the Rings, uh, Star Wars, obviously, but um, nice. that'll be up to the host. I don't know. <laughs> you know. It's funny you mentioned you had enough time like with uh, the pandemic once you started this restaurant. Other restaurants were scrambling to figure out what to do, right? Um, did you see any effects of that? Like we did. I mean, it was so, kind of towards the end. Yeah, so. the timing it it was favorable. Right, we thought it would be a lot more favorable. So we were renovating, like walking up to the election, and then we kind of thought things would change a lot right after the election, but they really didn't. Um, so there was a really there was a tough period. There's days I would be the only one, or me and Bob would be the only ones here. Mm -hmm. um, super slow days, but we made it through, and we made it kind of you know, to the other side of that path. And um, we're just glad to have that few months behind us, definitely. Um, you're new here, generally speaking, right? Um, have you ever thought of going to Music Fest? Like, I've been to Music Fest. I've been to Music Fest once. Um, but do you mean taking this concept there? As a there? vendor, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I would love to do that. Um, I think this coming Music Fest, I'll be ready to do that. So, um, yeah, I think that would be super successful down there. Yeah. And, you know, it's built, like I talked a lot about processes. You mm -hmm. know, one of the things we did was we kind of engineered with the machinist this way to produce a really great burger in 60 seconds. So it's great for events. It's great for mm -hmm. um, crowds, you know, things like that. It's built for that. So, yeah, we'd be super into that. Do you have anything past that maybe you're gonna do like new anything seasonal anything any event that you might be doing anything to look forward to um nothing really jumps out my main concern right now is getting my staff time with their families for the holidays right understandable right. especially you know we're a small team so i want everyone to have that time mm -hmm. like for labor day weekend there was a couple of hiccups so we we're like you know what close the restaurant mm -hmm. close it for two days everyone go home take three or four days and just be with your families. Yeah. Now, that's so, awesome. I mean, that's the number one priority. Events are going to happen uh, relatively soon, but nothing, nothing huge on the horizon. Maybe Other trivia than, night. Maybe, maybe trivia maybe night. Yeah. Trivia night. We're going to be going places and like handing stuff out, but we, we okay. want to build, you know, the cookout thing well and like kind of test it out with yeah. small groups, you know, before we even do it. Yeah, absolutely. So we have, um, we have a game that we like to play to wrap up the show. Okay. Um, I wish we had brought the other item that I wanted to bring. Why? It would have been more difficult. <laughs> no, but, dude, it have been fine. That's good. It's over there. So what we do is we um, basically we bring an item randomly that we find in our cabinets or pick up at the store. Okay. And I ask you how you'll cook it into a five-star dish. <laughs> this one's kind of <laughs> simple. <laughs> it's a jar of tikka masala. It's definitely not from India. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's from Aldi's. It's definitely from Aldi's. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh my god. I don't know. I would just I would just braise some thighs in it. I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and then maybe 
push rice into them. Uh, if you want to go, you know, off the wall with it, maybe take that and wrap it in call fat and cover it in chicken demi. Yeah. Um, get something crunchy on there, roll it in some crispy potato crumbs and... What about, what about turning it into something that fits your menu? I was about to say, I'm, I'm kind of glad okay. you didn't just say, I'm going <laughs> to slap it on a burger and call it just, a day. Yeah, <laughs> just pour it over there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would, I might want to do like rice balls with it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Or, yeah, something like that. Something small. Because, I mean, you know, it's the law of, you know, diminished returns. So. Mm-hmm. You want to taste this two or three times and then it goes away. Like yeah. You move on to the next thing. You don't want to sit there and grind on this for like five hours. So I would say small bite, you know. That's Chicken totally oysters, fair. you know, like I mm-hmm. said, something crispy on there. A little bit of that sauce. Mm. Awesome. Nice, nice. Maybe pass it through fine mesh and like just clean the sauce up a little bit. You yeah. know, get it nice and smooth. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It's a little See, chunky. I was going to bring coconut. <laughs> I like it chunky. <laughs> Actually, it would make a pretty good appetizer if you did something with it. Yeah, just a couple little bites. Especially, especially being from Aldi, it probably has no flavor at all. Aldi's is underrated. <laughs> it is underrated, but some of their stuff is a little bit. <laughs> eh, I like cheap stuff. Andrew, it's been a pleasure having you on. Yes, yes, thank um, you guys. It's been a very cool restaurant, delicious food. Um, definitely check it out. It's the uh, Drip Flavor Lab in Hellertown, and um, right along Main Street, dude. Yeah, right along Main Street, and there's parking in the rear so there is parking easy to get to we were supposed to use it but i did